Hello, I'm Ben Eagle, a podcaster, journalist, and rural communications consultant, and welcome to Rural Business Focus. This is the podcast for rural businesses and those looking to start a business in the countryside. Episodes are released each Tuesday to inspire and support you to be your very best, both personally and for your business. Please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, and if you think this episode will help someone you know, forward it on to them. It's the only way the show grows, by you sharing it. So thank you for that. But now. Let's start today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of Rural Business Focus with me, your host, Ben Eagle. Today is a solo with me, and it's going to be quite a personal one, um, as we're discussing something that is very close to my thinking and something that I think everyone should be at least aware of, if you're not already, and that is the risk of burnout and how to avoid it. It's something that I've personally experienced in the past. I definitely don't want to go back there. Um, I very much hope that you haven't to this stage in the past or especially that you're not currently experiencing it um like i say I've, I've burnt out a couple of times before and it really is pretty awful um following the second time i've become far more aware of the signs towards burnout and the things that i need to do to avoid getting to that stage in the first place so i thought it would be a good thing to reflect on take a step back and consider some of the things that we can do to prevent it I should say that I'm not an expert on these things, and please do read around the subject, um, but the things that I'll talk about in this episode are very much from personal experience. They're very much things that have worked for me, um, and I think it's 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 critical to say as well, I'm, I'm not saying don't work hard, uh, far from it. This is, this is a, a rural business podcast, um, but absolutely look after yourself, and this is really what this is about, taking a little bit of a step back and thinking, okay, so we want to be sustainable. We want our business to be sustainable. And that means we ourselves have to be sustainable as well. Um, so first of all, what is burnout? Well, it was recognized in 2019 by the World Health Organization as being an occupational phenomenon. So we're talking about work here. It's described by Mental Health UK as being, and I quote, a state of physical and emotional exhaustion occurring when you experience long-term stress in your job or when you have worked in a physically or emotionally draining role for a long time. Um, they then point to several common signs of burnout, um, including feeling tired or drained most of the time, feeling helpless, trapped or defeated, um, feeling detached or alone in the world, having a cynical or negative outlook. That's quite a key one. Um, Self-doubt, procrastinating, taking longer to get things done. And the big one, feeling overwhelmed. Um, for me, that was that was a huge one. Um, when I experienced my periods of burnout, I mean, this describes my state very well. Um, when I look at it now, it it seems almost unbelievable, it, it really, because I, as I am now in a in a place of my life which is the complete opposite. But it just goes to show that we can all experience it, and it's relatively easy 
to slip into it as a state, especially if you're not aware. This was certainly key for me. I just wasn't aware of these things. Um, unlike now when I am and therefore you could do something about it. It's like anything. Um, it is becoming an increasingly common thing as well, both as a phrase um, and as a set of symptoms. As a phrase, I think it's a really good thing that more people are becoming aware of it because, like, like I was just saying, once you are aware of something, you can do something about it. Um, but according to the Business Health Institute, two-thirds of full-time employees say that they have experienced burnout at some point in their careers. Um, so we're not just talking about business owners here. I, I think it's important to make the case that actually it's we're talking about everyone here. Uh, women are more likely to than men to suffer from burnout, but similarly, it can affect anyone. Uh, the 2020 Workplace Stress Survey revealed that of British adults in employment, um, a staggering 79% of, of, of those commonly experienced work-related stress. Uh, this is in comparison to results of 59% in 2018. 32% uh, of women said they were consistently burned out at work um, compared with 28% of men, but that's consistently. 47% um, of working mothers and 38% of working fathers say that they are burned out as well. Um, the statistics get even more interesting when you look at burnout on a sector-by-sector -sector basis. Again, these figures are all taken from the 2020 Workplace Stress Survey, so not completely up to date, but you get a good idea from it. Um, the burnout rate for social workers is a whopping 75%. For lawyers, it's 73%, with people pointing the blame at lack of work-life balance, difficult clients, strained working relationships, and constant interruptions. 44% of doctors feel burned out. Um, and one in four teachers suffer to such an extent that they're reported to be considering leaving their jobs. So this is a huge issue. It's a massive issue. Um, in farming, it's just as apparent. And in December 2022, Branagh O'Shaughnessy et al. Uh, published an article in the Journal of Rural Studies um, titled The Prevalence of Farmer Burnout, Systematic Review and Narrative Synthesis. Uh, I think it's a really good thing this, this review took place. Um, it looked at farmers all over the world in relation to burnout. And if anyone is interested, I will put a link to it in the show notes. Um, the research found that, and I'm quoting here, across North American, European, and Australian studies using cutting points, the average prevalence of severe burnout in farmers was 13.72%. The prevalence rate was higher in New Zealand, 25%, and Morocco, 18.96%. Um, compared to non-farmers, farmers experienced higher overall burnout and higher exhaustion, cynicism and professional efficacy. Associated factors included farming as primary occupation, being a dairy farmer, which is interesting, uh, and work stress. Close quote. Um, on top of all this, anyone who runs a business, which includes the vast majority of you guys, the listeners to this podcast, um, it's always at risk of running down the line towards burnout simply because I think, well, there's so much involved in running a business, especially when put in the context of everything else you have going on in your life away from your business, which again, we have to consider because you only have 24 hours in every day, which hopefully you're sleeping for at least quite a bit of that as well. Um, so yeah, you've got to think about how you're using these hours. Clearly, it's a thing that we need to be aware of, understand, and I believe take steps to prevent. Um, because if you do burn out, it will set you back hugely. Um, if you haven't already burnt out, um, if you do burn out, uh, yeah, that that setback will be massive. So please don't get to that stage. I really don't want you to get to that stage. Um, 
It might sound strange, but you may not recognize that you're burnt out um, or on the path towards being burnt out at all. This is what I'm saying when it comes to awareness. When I suffered from burnout for the first time, and to a certain extent the second time, I didn't recognize this in myself until it was too late. Um, Farmstrong have put together a really useful list of warning signs of unhealthy stress. And again, I put this in the show notes. It's been written by clinical psychologist Sarah Donaldson, and it breaks it up into your body, your mind, your emotions, your actions and behaviors. And if you're experiencing any of these, then you may well be on the path of unhealthy stress. I won't list them all, as you can look it up in the show notes, but they include breathing problems, headaches, fatigue, difficulty making decisions, poor concentration, worrying excessively, feeling overwhelmed. Again, that's a big one. Feeling down loss of motivation and enjoyment in things, sleeping problems, becoming reactive rather than proactive. I'm a big fan of proactivity. I think that's really important in your life. Um, uh, yeah, Avoiding situations as well. That's another, uh, another uh, characteristic and many more that they're all on that doc. So I really recommend you have a look at that. Um, Healthline explain how there are 12 stages of burnout. I'm, I'm conscious I'm sort of I'm underlying a lot of these stages, but I think it's just important to realize sort of realize what those what those characteristics are, because this even just taking a step back and thinking, hmm, do I am I experiencing any of these? Because you don't need to be experiencing all of them, but you might be experiencing some. So yeah, Healthline explained these sort of 12 stages of burnout. The first stage, it starts really, and this is why it's uh, I think for any entrepreneur, anyone who runs a business, um, it can be it can be more at risk because it starts with this excessive drive or ambition, um, wanting to achieve something really, really badly. Um, so this is common for yeah, people starting a new job or anyone undertaking a new project. Um, that's a real ambition. And I've definitely had that. I mean, I, I'm quite ambitious. Um, and um, yeah, I've, I describe myself as a bit of a self-starter. A lot of you will be self-starters as well. Um, entrepreneurs are. People who run businesses tend to be. But so this characteristic is key to actually recognizing yourself. This is tends to be where burnout can start, this excessive drive or ambition. Um, then that leads on to stage two, which is pushing yourself to work harder uh, because of your ambition. Stage three, uh, this is where you start to see those issues. Maybe it's neglecting your own needs. Um, so you begin to self-sacrifice sort of your own self-care. This doesn't mean that you're going to be um, uh, avoiding this with other people, but you probably neglect your own needs. Um, so that could be things like sleep, exercise, eating well, basic things. Fourth stage is displacement of conflict. So instead of acknowledging that you're pushing yourself um, to the absolute, uh, the max, you blame uh, other people or you might blame the job or you might blame other people, uh, other people you work with around you uh, for everything that's going on. You don't actually recognize it in yourself. It's you that needs to change. Uh, the next stage is that you have no time for anything that isn't to do with work because you're prioritizing your work so much. Um, so work becomes your sole focus. Uh, the other things that might fall by the wayside, it might be family, it might be friends, it might be hobbies, um, just other things on in, going on in your life. Uh, the next stage is denial. So actually, even though all this stuff is going on, you get very impatient. Um, you blame others. Uh, you you deny that there's actually an issue here. Uh, stage seven is withdrawal. Um, so you begin to withdraw from people around you. 
family and friends. This is why it's really important to recognize this in other people because talking is the best thing to do. Um, but when you're going through burnout, and uh, certainly I experienced that, you tend to withdraw. Um, so you lack direction. Um, anything you could come get invited to, you might think of, you might come up with excuses. Uh, and you you feel a burden as well. You, you start to feel a bit of a burden um, on other people. Um, but they also feel like a uh, the as in the events or things that you're invited to feel like a burden instead of being something you enjoy, which of course they should be. Um, stage eight is behavioral changes. Um, so you might notice differences in your behavior. You might become more snappy, for example, for no, no apparent reason. Um, stage nine, depersonalization. Uh, so you feel detached from your life. Uh, stage 10, sort of more anxiety. You feel very anxious. Um, you might turn to, in, in extreme cases, this might turn to more uh, like substance abuse, gambling, overeating to try and deal with that. Stage 11 is depression. Um, so life loses any meaning. There's a real sort of stage of hopelessness. And then the final stage is burnout, mental, physical can um, you feel completely unable to cope and your mental health um, is just absolute rock bottom. That's where that's when you burn out. So those, that's the sort of, that's the process of burnout according to Healthline. So that's the problem. Um, how can you prevent this from happening? Well, there's no silver bullet to it um, and it will be slightly different for everyone, but I'm going to go through some of the things that we can do to help prevent overwhelm and ultimately burnout. In reality, it's about lifestyle choice and it's about regularly checking in with ourselves to make sure we're still on a healthy, uh, healthy work path. It's about talking about this with others as well. Um, the main things to do are the simple and the basic ones. So make sure we're getting enough exercise, make sure we're eating well, Make sure we're sleeping enough and make sure we're talking uh, with others. Exercise can be great, uh, not only for our physical health, uh, but also our mental health. Um, it's something that I'm longing for at the moment because I, I broke my toe not so long ago. Um, so it's uh, it stopped me from doing quite a bit, which is frustrating. Um, but yeah, if, if you can, make sure you get out and exercise. Also, scroll back to episode 19 with Tony Eilert if you haven't already listened to that one. Uh, Tony is a PT who talks about loads of benefits when it comes to exercise for people who run businesses in particular. Um, so yeah, please go and listen to that one after this. Uh, what is key to make sure you do? Um, make sure that you do exercise even if you have quite a physical job. I think it's very easy, uh, certainly for farmers, say, for example, to say, well, I'm outdoors, I'm, I'm moving about. But there is a difference between exercise at work and exercise away from work. Um, eating well is also important. And again, scroll back to episode 21 with nutritionist Lucy Williamson for loads of good info um, on this. Good sleep. Um, that's so important. And I know this will be a struggle for some of you. I really, really do. Um, especially if you have young kids, for example, or you do night shifts or you have long hours. But it's so important to build healthy sleep and rest routine into your day. I'm sure you'll recognize those days when you just haven't, you've had like an hour or two hours of sleep than you would normally have. How does that affect your day? Um, our bodies need that time to rest and reset. Um, avoid caffeine before bed. That's a nice simple one as well. Um, also consider banning your phone from the bedroom. Uh, this is something that I still need to do personally. I need to act on that um, myself. Uh, check in with friends and family members about how you're doing. 
talk about your feelings. Um, if you're feeling stressed, say so. Talk to someone. This was a big reason for why I let things get too far in the past. Um, it's so, so important though. Those around you want to help and listen. So just talk. And that goes the other way as well. If if you know um, someone who might be experiencing this, be a listener. That is the most powerful thing that you can do. Um, if you run a farm business, another thing that you could try to do is just get off the farm regularly. Um, even if it's just a, a week to go and do something that's not farm non-farming related, switch off and relax. It will make you more efficient when you're on farm and help to keep you on a good path. I mean, I speak to a lot of farmers who say, oh no, my head's always on the farm. Even I go away for a few days, can't switch off because, because I'm thinking what's going on. But a lot of that is make sure that the so plan for this. So make sure that the person who's looking after the farm for you, if you if you've chosen them to look after the farm, then you must trust them. So just the farm will be in good hands. So make sure when you are away, make sure that you can switch off and relax because it's really important that, that time is there for you. Um, yeah, uh, take breaks, and um, these so those could be short weeks, but short breaks. Um, as in going away, um, it could also be short breaks just during the day. Just take uh, ten minutes to have a coffee, um, or uh, or just go 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 for a go for a very brief walk, or yeah, just take those short breaks during the day. Um, other things that you can do: try planning your. Sorry, I know there's a lot here, um, but these are all just ideas. Um, try planning your work. Um, I'm sure that a lot of you will do this already, but. Do you know what you have coming up? Um, do you know uh, that you won't get overwhelmed in a particular week? If you've got too much going on one week, are there things in that week that you can push to other days? Um, do you really have to do um, that particular task on that day or can you reallocate that to a to a different day? Um, have you allow, allowed time to plan for meetings, for example? You might have put those meetings in, but if you're allowed that extra planning time. Uh, delegating tasks can be a great way to take the pressure off. Even if you work alone, is there a way that you can delegate to a freelancer, say? Um, what are you doing that you don't necessarily need to do yourself? Um, how can you get other people involved? Um, how can you build your team? Saying no, this is a big one. When you have too much on, or even when you don't have too much on, you don't have to do everything. Do the things that are right for you. Identify what those are. And if you're not sure whether something is right for you or whether you, uh, you don't want to regret saying yes. So just take time to think about it. Say say to, if someone comes to you with, with something and says, oh, I really need this doing. Um, if you've already got so much on, say so and be upfront and honest. Be much better for them, apart uh, from anything else, if, if you are upfront about that. Uh, but yeah, say no when you have too much on. Uh, have a good community around you and a support structure of people. Spend time with people who give you energy. Don't sap it. Um, that's really, that's a big one for me. Spend time with the people who you want to spend time around, not the people who you don't want to spend time around. Uh, do things that you enjoy doing. That's a great one. Um, and ask yourself if what you're doing is right for you regularly check in with yourself um uh yeah just ask yourself is this right for me um is my life in balance right now um it sounds strange doesn't it but really fine just 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 do that check-in um yeah it really helps 
And the final two are breathe, which is a nice basic one, um, but I think important. Just take that time to just relax and breathe. And the importance of mindfulness and the effectiveness of that. Um, see episode four with Holly Beckett for that. I know that uh, I know for a fact there are some of you listeners um, who are really dedicated um, to mindfulness. Um, I go through phases of, uh, of of doing it and not doing it, but I know that the benefits. Hollywood will say the benefits are definitely build this into a routine and and do do it little and often. So we'll leave it there for today. Um, but hope that there's been some good food for thought there. Um, and remember, I suppose the thing I want to get across here that is that none of those ways of preventing burnout can be taken in isolation. And in reality, we need to think about a combination of all of these factors. So find a way of living your life that allows for balance. It's a cliche, but it's so true. Balance. We only get one life. So let's make sure that we live it well and in a way in which we don't burn out. By all means, drive your business forwards. I'm not saying, like I said at the beginning, I'm definitely not saying avoid work. Far from it. But do it in a way that is sustainable and in a way that means you actually enjoy running your business. Um, if you're not enjoying it, then it's not worth it. Um, if you are concerned about someone you know who you think might be burning out, listen to them, validate their emotions, read around the topics and point them to any type of support that could help them. Listening is the most powerful thing that you can do. It really is. We will leave it there for today. Um, thank you for listening very, very much. Um, as usual, I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. Um, you can contact us on Twitter at RuralBF underscore pod or on Instagram at Rural Business Focus. Uh, your call to action today is to reflect on whether you're slipping into the path towards burnout at all and what positive things you can do to prevent it. Indeed, a lot of those things don't only help to prevent burnout, but just make your life generally more enjoyable. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there and I don't want to go back. Um, so these are these are some things that really work for me. Um, and I know they work for lots of other people who I speak to as well. Any extra info you might need about this episode is in the show notes. So check those out. Next time, uh, we'll be focusing on energy um, and decarbonizing your business. And I'll be joined by Ben Tanzi and Neil Harrison from Reheat. Um, so I hope you can join me next week. For now, though, I will leave you in the way that I leave you every episode. Try to do one thing this week that helps you progress and one thing that helps someone else. Keep focused and I will see you next time.